Let's get rid of scours or at least reduce it. Manage those calves before calving. Are we talking calving already? Yep, sure am. Good day, everyone, and thanks for riding with us on this all-new episode of the Ranch It Up radio show. I'm Jeff Tigger Earhart. A big thank you goes out to our partners, and what an incredible lineup that we have. Listen to this, y'all. We've got Green Acres, Vitelli, Pharmatan, and Imogene Ingredients, the American Gelvy Association, the Tri-State Livestock News, the Farmer and Rancher Exchange, the Fence Post, Abrahamson Rodeo Company, Westway Feed Products, Neogen, Allied Genetic Resources, LivestockMarket.com, EquineMarket.com, AuctionTime.com, RFD-TV, the Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. No worries, crew. The boss lady is still in recovery mode, so taking a little bit of siesta, some earned time as far as I'm concerned. So we've got a great show lined up for you all today. Of course, we've got Kirk Donsbach, who's going to be joining us a little later on in the program where we recap the numbers, the markets, to find out what they did and why they did it, and maybe possibly get a handle on some marketing moving forward. And as always, we include the contact information, how to get a hold of Kirk and how to get a hold of his newsletter to make sure that's coming to our inbox. And did I talk about calving? You betcha. We're moving down that road talking about calving already because setting those calves up for success means the feed nutrition to mama right now. We're going to talk about passive immunity. We're going to talk about biologicals. Is that a lot to handle? No, it's not. This is practical cowman stuff, and we're going to break it down on a level that all of us can understand. And, of course, we're going to start things out with what's going on in the newsroom. So here we go, crew. Cow country news. You know, the cow stuff. Our top news story with many producers looking to the horizon to see what winter is going to have in store for us, but many people still suffering from the drought, and the USDA is anticipating the biggest decline in U.S. beef production since 1979, going into next year, going into 2023, as the supply continues to be pulled forward due to the drought. Now, in the latest World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates Report, the USDA forecast for 2023 U.S. beef production is down more than 7% compared to levels this year in 2022. USDA's increased estimate for beef production in 2022 bakes in the robust slaughter pace of this fall as drought pushed many, many females, many heifers into feedlots not being retained for the herds and more cows heading into slaughter. Now, the consulting group that did this report, they say if USDA is right, and this is speculation, then packers are looking at real tight supplies going into next year and much tighter margins. So maybe whenever we hear about how packers are looking at real tight supplies and much tighter margins for them, in my opinion, creates enormous opportunities for us, right? Now, in other news, heading to Colorado for fiscal year 2023-2024, the budget proposal, the Colorado governor included funding for a number of key priorities for the Department of Agriculture and Colorado's agricultural industry, which is a win-win. The Colorado Commission of Agriculture, Kate Greenberg, says Colorado's agriculture is vibrant and diverse and is one of the economic drivers of the state. The governor's budget proposal for fiscal years, we said 2023-2024, supports the Colorado Department of Agriculture's mission of diversifying supply chains, promoting stewardship of their natural resources, supporting 
the future generations of agriculture and improving animal health and welfare across the state of Colorado. Now, the budget includes such specifics as critical resources for noxious weed managers and egg producers and also additional funding for Colorado Department of Agriculture's Animal Health Division to support critical disease detection and emergency response functions. So a win-win in the state of Colorado, at least more money and more attention and more priority being given to Colorado's agricultural industry. If you have a story, you have news, someone that we may need to interview or you just want to share some information, you can get a hold of us anytime. Our email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. You can call and text me 24-7 at 707-726-2420, 707-RANCH20. And of course, on social media, we're all over the place. We're prowling all over the place. Send us a message at any time. We have a lot of people that reach out and have suggestions for various different programs or various different segments, or they would like us to dive into particular topics. We're open to any and all suggestions. And of course, if you just want to share what is on your mind, we want to hear those as well. We welcome any comments, concerns, criticisms. It doesn't matter. Just let us know what's going on out there in cow country. Now, coming up after the break, we're talking about calving, keeping those cows healthy, and ultimately those calves that aren't even born yet, keeping them healthy, especially in those first 48 hours. So, crew, stick around. We've got a great program lined up for you, and it's all right here on the Ranch It Up Radio Show. We'll be right back. Hey, howdy, this is 4J Smith. You know me as Lloyd from the hit TV show Yellowstone, the Ranch It Up Radio Show. Keep tuned to it. Feeding Pharmatan at weaning time is perfect for coccidia control and then excellent with that transition to solid feed and seeing their weights really hold up as they put cattle through their weaning ration. I'm a geneingredients.com, home of Pharmatan. Want to add just a little bit of spice to your event, your customer appreciation supper, your banquet, your meeting? Oh, yeah. Well, bring in us, Beck and I, as your keynote speakers, hosts, MCs, a host couple. We'll make them laugh, even cry tears of joy. Call us today. Nutrition does not need to be difficult or overwhelming or complicated at all. Keep things simple with Westway Feed Products. Cow-calf, dairy, feedlots, equine, and custom if you need. You can count on Westway. Westwayfeed.com. Vitelli is a precision livestock company that has set out to solve what we call the Triple Challenge. And the Triple Challenge is really the combination of the need for more protein, coupled with doing it in a more sustainable production practice, and then lastly, doing it in a way that producers can make money. And that is the ultimate challenge that Vitelli has set out to solve for. We know that genetic progress is a permanent and compounding solution to that Triple Challenge. Crew, it's super easy to get a hold of the boss lady and I, and we want to hear any beef that you may have, or maybe just let us know what's happening out there in cow country. 707-RANCH-20 is the hotline. Leave us a voicemail or fire us a text. 707-RANCH-20. Hey, crew, welcome back to the Ranch It Up radio show. Is it too early to think about calving? It better not be. Not sure what old Mother Nature has in store for us, but we could be in for a doozy is what a lot of people are saying. So let's keep and make those newborn calves as healthy as possible, and we need to be thinking about it now. Let's get rid of scours, or at least reduce scours at the bare minimum, because those first 48 hours of a calf's life, as we all know, those are the most crucial, the most critical, and they determine the health 
of that calf and determine if they're going to thrive or quite simply if they will not, one of the two. So let's talk feeding those cows to achieve just that. Paul Mitchell had him on the show many times. Very recognizable. Paul Mitchell with Imogene Ingredients and Pharmatan is with me. And let's first focus on the on the seed stock guys, Paul. Let's talk because they tend to, to calve a little earlier than the commercial guys in general. So let's just start with that. Let's talk about feeding Pharmatan and how to get it in the diet, how it works, what do we do, and when do we use it. So it's great to have you on the show. Now is a time to start thinking about nutrition, one, of, uh, you know, pre-calving, but then also trying to control scours. I mean, and that's that's a big one. So so talk to me, Paul. How does, uh, and we've, we've done this a lot already, about how Pharmatan comes in and, and, and helps prevent coccidia. It helps prevent scours. And uh, this is very much from a management a pre-management standpoint so let's talk a little bit more about you know there might be some people that just tuning into us for the first time about how feeding pharmatan feeding the tannin into the diet you know it can be in a tmr it can be in the form of a lick tub um, you can mix it in with your other rations but getting that into the cow system how does that help keep those future coming newborn calves healthy first uh, area of impact from the the tannin is to improve the lining of the gut to prevent a lot of these pathogens from staying in the cow and it'll help clean her out of those and prevent reattachment the likes of clostridia there's a patent on pharmatan for clostridia uh e coli uh, texas a&m did some ex- ex- extensive studies um and trial work on both e coli and of course bloats couple of coxie and crypto we see those numbers coming down in the manure samples so we know that we're, we're, we're cleaning that cow's gut lining out of those types of pathogens, and it's, it's creating a, a better barrier for reinfection. So that's the first thing is the manure is less infectious, so calves will be exposed to less and less infection. Secondly, Pharmatan complements, it's a high antioxidant, so it's going to complement your selenium and your vitamin E levels in your, in your, vi- in your, uh, in your mineral. And so... Those, um, those antioxidants have a direct effect on colostrum quality and what we've seen in the dairy studies, uh, a higher quantity of colostrum coming through uh, in, your, in your cows, which would be really important, of course, for your first-time calvers, for your bread heifers, that they would have, give them every opportunity to have a high-quality colostrum that's going to directly impact that calf uh, in terms of its ability to get its immune system up to speed quickly um, good broad coverage of immunity from those antibodies because at those first you know 48 hours they are wide open to absorb those antibodies mm-hmm. but they're also wide open to absorb other pathogens anything they're just wide open at that point so is right. 90 days that's kind of that's the the best to to start getting the tannin into the diet correct so the um for for range cows where you're, you're you know you can't monitor their daily daily consumption, we have found a 90-day program on average on a four-ounce mineral works really, really well. Now, if a guy is feeding TMR or feed wagon and he guarantees that they're getting it in every day, we would have a minimum of 60 days in that program. So somewhere between that 60 to 90 days is the sweet spot. And what we're trying to do is get in front. So there's, so coccidia, for example, is a 21-day life cycle. By getting it in a minimum of that 60 days ahead, you're interrupting three of those life cycles. So there's very, very little infectious um, oasis, uh, you know, when the calves hit the ground. So 
that if you can interrupt four of those, that's even better. So that's what we're trying to achieve. We're looking at that between 60 and 90 days. Uh, Tigger is the is the best answer I can give you. Again, for range cows and loose mineral, we would try and aim for the 90 days so that you get good coverage across the whole herd. You know, one of the things when I've when people have asked me about Pharmatan and a little bit more information, or can you pass me along to this gentleman who's used it, or that person, or that outfit? Well, for one, I can say we have got gobs and gobs and gobs and gobs. Uh, however many a gob is, we've got lots of those of studies, <laughs> not just studies, but people that are using it right now and have used it for a number of years and are showing multiple benefits of using it, which to me, it's why aren't we doing this? Because, you know, granted... We're just kind of passing the season here or going through the season of, of weaning a lot of calves when the ballers are going across the scales. But if we don't have a live calf at birth and keep a live calf at birth, uh, the mm-hmm. rest doesn't matter. I mean, so, it's you know, it, it kind of starts uh, absolutely right there. So to me, it's okay. This is a no-brainer in terms of management of giving these little calves all the opportunities. And the other fact, too, that we know those calves that that get sick right away, those are the calves that forever, it seems like they're PIs, that they are constantly behind the rest. And those are the ones that we always got to peel back that can't go on the load come fall. We were uh, sometime back here just uh, three weeks ago, we were on RFD TV, uh, Tigger, and I know you're, you've are you got a great relationship mm-hmm. with those guys. And if you go to our website, pharmatanusa.com, uh, under news, we've got that show that we did on Rural America Live um, about the 17th of October, somewhere in there. Dwayne Severus uh, was uh, on the phone during that show, and he said uh, he's a nutritionist in Aberdeen. I know you've spoken to him before. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um Dwayne has approximately 10,000 cows on it out of his practice. Uh, he started off with about nine or 10 of the of the herds about four years ago that had real chronic long-term scow problems. And what Dwayne is seeing now is that those herds are weaning, between, and this is what he said on the tape, was 50 to 75 pounds heavier calves at weaning. So we know that, to your point, not getting that upfront setback, getting good quality and good quantity of milk coming through the cow you're getting a really great, great, strong uh, a start for that calf, um, getting, especially coming through that those those spring months when you want them to be in, in good form to get through that that changeable weather. And then secondly, uh, Dwayne, he, he said again on that show, and, and I know he said it in a lot of different shows, the breed back numbers that he has seen, he's seeing a 10-point difference between his uh, improvement in, his, in breed back on his Pharmatan herds compared to his non-pharmatan uh, herds. So my last question, and this is one that that is very interesting, and, and I think we're going to have to come back to this multiple times, and it's one that when we were talking off air, Paul, that I went, oh gosh, I'm guilty of that, and that is the uh, the manure management during calving season. And I know, uh, and we were talking too about the weather, are we going to be in for a blizzard, aren't we? There were multiple blizzards. What is it going to be like during calving season and this, that, and the other? So it makes it a little a little hard to keep those calving barns clean. I get it. Those first calves that are through there, those first cows, those are always the healthiest ones. It's when we get into mid-season of calving where we start running into problems. And uh, so, I mean, yes, it's great if we can keep those calving barns clean, clean, clean. But I know that sometimes that that's virtually impossible for us to, to, try, to, to try to do that. But managing manure... And notice the word is managing. 
is kind of a key component, and it's something I think that we need to take another look at. And I got to be honest, uh, it escaped me until we mentioned it off air, and I went, "Yep, Paul is right again." It's when you get into the, the, the that second half of your calf, and now there's a fairly good manure pack, um, uh, and it's not even that the guys aren't cleaning clean out their barns. We see great procedures, but you know, calves will lick on railings and on gates and on on, on feed barriers. And of course, there can be splashes of manure uh, anywhere. And so, to go through and and try and break that, um, if you if you've got a little bit of a, a lull in in uh, calving after, we'll say the first you know thirty forty cows, to be able to go back in, putting in fresh straw or, or, or whatever your practice is, um, and then to do that again, you know, sometime after the next fifty or seventy cows, that is critical. And again, what we see with the with having farm attendant in the in the diet that manure is, is less infectious in the first place. And so it's just taking the pressure off that off that uh, that barn, but also changing out your water, all those basic management practices of, uh, of, of good hygiene. I mean, there's very little that can counteract poor management. So, um, and then you, and, and guys know themselves if they've got, if they've overstocked for their location or for their, for their place, uh, then you've got to even be more vigilant on it. And it's, uh, it's not the fun part of the job, but it is, it is critical. So guys wanting some more information, and uh, we go through this every time, but but what do we do? Do we call you directly? Do we jump online? Or how's the best way to to start conversations going where people can say, okay, how do I get this in my diet? Where do I – I'm located here. How's the best way we start those conversations? I think if they go to your your website, Tigger, I'm mm-hmm. sure you've got uh, links across to us there. Um, PharmaTimeUSA is, is our website. Check that out and um, hit us up on a contact and we'll, be, we'll get back to you, no problem. PharmaTanUSA.com. Reach out to us directly and we can assist in getting you in touch with any of the, the PharmaTan staff. Now, free choice or in lick tubs, 90 days prior to calving to get maximum efficacy, all right? Now, we kind of dove down the rabbit hole, but we had to so that a person could understand biologically what is happening in a cow's gut and understand what passive immunity is and and how it goes from mother to calf. And I greatly appreciate how Paul breaks down this each and every time that we visit to make sure that we know exactly how pathogens work. So appreciate it, Paul, as always. And again, head to PharmaTanUSA.com to get your hands on PharmaTan and to get it in the diet immediately. Now, Kirk and the Numbers is up next. We've got more of the Ranch It Up radio show when we come by. Gelby and Balancer, maternal efficiency and moderate mature size are a few of the strengths of Gelby. Longevity, fertility, pounds of calf wean per cow exposed are all part of that picture. Gelby and Balancer, the continental breed of choice. Hey, it's Mark Banzi with LivestockMarket.com, EquineMarket.com, and AuctionTime.com. Give us a call, 844-775-4762, or look us up online at LivestockMarket.com. Start today at LivestockMarket.com. Cattle Market Reports to various news stories. The Tri-State Livestock News covers it all. Check us out at TSLN.com. Subscriptions or advertising, call Tracy Hawk at 406-951-3211. The Tri-State Livestock News, what ranchers read. It's not every day that you find something so natural that works. Green Acres Angus Genetics are just that. Medium frame cattle that perform on a 100% grass-fed and finished diet. Head to green-acres.org. Neogen. 
the partner you need. We are very deep with providing genomic testing to all facets of production. We are very involved in biosecurity and animal safety. Again, all along the chain, and we can add value there. So if you have questions or concerns, contact your animal health distributor. Contact us directly. Go to neogen.com. We're more than happy to help. Some of our best products and improvements come from producers. And if they've got an idea on maybe how we can help, we'd like to hear what they have to say. Neogen, the partner you now have. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for staying with us, moving into always one of the most popular segments of the show, and that's where we do a little market recap, talk about the numbers, what happened, why they happened, maybe try to figure out what could potentially happen. And for that, I bring in the one and only Mr. Kirk Donsbach, StoneX Financial Incorporated. Kirk, how are we doing today, my friend? We're doing very good, Tigger. We're in the process of moving cows home, coming off a summer pasture, if you will. So that's well on its way. Uh, like most of the rest of the nation, we're dealing with some a little bit of unusual cold, but that sure is making the cows want to come home. Exactly right. It doesn't. It makes for for bringing them home a lot easier when it does get cold, and even when people have some of the white stuff on the ground, you open the gate and you yell "combos," and all of a sudden, just like that, those cows are magically trained. It's interesting, right? Oh, it is magic. And then in our case, with the snow and the hunters packing the snow in the cow guards, you don't even have to open the gates. Exactly. They're just coming home. <laughs> exactly right. So, uh, number wise, last week, what went on? What happened? Why did it happen? All right, we'll just jump into it, Tigger. As of Friday, November 11th, January feeders, and your readers will note that I've moved to January versus November. January feeders closed 178.72.5. That's down 92.5 cents on the week with the CME feeder index at 175.46. So cash went down $1.53, leaving the basis or the difference between the two a negative $1.49 versus November. Notice I quoted you January. The basis against November. December Live closed 151.82 and a half. That's up 12 and a half cents, still flat on the week, which makes sense because cash was also flat, trading 150 in the south, 153 to 55 in the north, leaving the five area weighted average at 152.69, up 78 cents. Our basis is positive $1.16 and a half cents. The weekly slaughter was 671,000, another salty number again. 4,000 over last week and 12,000 over the same week last year. Choice boxes, kind of the concerning point, closed at 258.94. That's down $4.81. And I think our readers should take note of that. And also, exports have struggled the last two weeks, uh, being much weaker than they normally are. December corn closed the week at $6.57.5, down 22 and three quarters. Uh, they thought corn finally broke lower out of its trading range and found support right around 650 or 660, depending on the contract month, at the 100-day moving average. So correct me if I'm wrong, Kirk. Normally, when we kind of start getting into this time of year, getting closer to the holidays, you know, around Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's time, do markets tend to just kind of slow down and get kind of stale where there usually doesn't uh, get to see big movements one way or the other? Is that historically kind of what happens this time of year? Uh, not quite yet, but definitely coming. Uh, and ironically, November feeder cattle actually expire November 17th. So you've got this huge window there. Um, I would say generally that statement is very much true starting in about a week or so. And people wanting some more information, best thing to do is just uh, text the word 
cattle, C-A-T-T-L-E-2-33777. And then that's got your contact information, and uh, is that the best way that people get a hold of you? Absolutely, the easiest and the best. I tip my hat to you from one legend to another. Now, before we say fairly well, I want to give a big tip of hat to those of you that are digging out of the white stuff. I hate to say the S word, but out of the snow mm-hmm, already. There are lots of people that have been dealing with the snow. Oh, it seems a little early, doesn't it, for a lot of us that we're dealing with that? Well, we welcome the moisture, but uh, boy, if this is going to be a precursor of what is yet to come going through the season, it could be a long, long winter for a lot of us. A big shout out to those of you that are wrapping up your fall calving, which leads me to a question. For a lot of us, where if we have a spring calving cow herd and a fall calving cow herd, if our spring cows, if they if they don't breed, we can't we tend to turn them into a fall calving cow herd. Sometimes that that works out. So those of you that have a fall calving cow herd, do you then just rotate them into the spring? If that's an option for you, I'm curious about those of you that are into the into the fall calving, or if they come up open, do you just send them to the sale barn and to keep your calving window tight? Give me a call. 707-726-2420. Send me a text message. I'm curious what you are doing with those. And also, those of you that are fixing to turn out bulls here, if not this weekend, I'm going to say next weekend. Usually it seems Thanksgiving weekend is the magic time for those of you that are fall calving to turn out those bulls. So be safe. God bless and love y'all. And now that is going to wrap it up for today. A big thanks from our crew to yours, Paul Mitchell with Imogene Pharmaten. Always good to talk with the Paul. I only had one Paul on this time. Normally it's the Pauls. Kirk Donsbach with Stonex Financial Incorporated. And no worries, the boss lady, she will be back soon, just recovering a little bit more. And a big thank you goes out to our partners, Green Acres, Vitelli, Pharmaten, and Imogene Ingredients, the American Gelvie Association, the Tri-State Livestock News, the Farmer and Rancher Exchange, and the Fence Post, Abrahamson Rodeo Company, Westway Feed Products, Neogen, Allied Genetic Resources, Livestock Market, EquineMarket.com, both of those.com, AuctionTime.com, RFD TV, The Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. And crew, so glad y'all came with us one more time as we ranch it up. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook at Ranch It Up Show. We have lots of updates coming out throughout the week. Our email is ranchitupshow at gmail.com. Call and text me 24-7 at 707-726-2420. Spread the good word and join us again next time where it's always Tigger Approved. Stay ranchy and ranch it up. <laughs> <laughs>